everyone, this is John Forrester, and this is Out of Character. It's been a while since we've done a podcast. Today it's just going to be me. We have some other bigger podcasts with more people scheduled, but I wanted to get back to it and no one was available to game with me, so I thought we would try something different. One of the things that people have suggested routinely that they wanted to see on the podcast was like Dungeon Master or Game Master tips and advice. And I've always been kind of hesitant about doing that because I don't really consider myself an expert. I run a lot of games, but I, you know, I think that being a GM or a DM or whatever you call yourself is kind of everyone's own style. And I don't think there's really a right or a wrong way to do it for the most part. But I do have uh, a couple of ideas, so we'll give it a try. And if I like it, we'll keep doing it. And if people like it, we'll keep doing it. If no one cares, then we'll, you know, it'll fade away to be replaced by cooler things. For today, I thought we'd start with something pretty simple. It's kind of something that everyone can incorporate into their games, and that is weather. I think that it's a good idea to, you know, make people feel like the world around them, you know, the environment and things is part of your game. And it's also something that it kind of sets, it can, you, it can be used as, you know, backdrop just to set a scene, or it can be used as a story element to add complications or advantages to a, uh, you know, an otherwise normal encounter. Just as an example, like, if it has been, you know, raining in the area where, like, your, your campaign is taking place, you know, your party finds that rivers are flooding, you know, dams are coming down, and it's just, you know, generally everything's suffering from the extremes of, you know, a storm for a period of weeks or days or however long. You know, it's, it's a great way to add in some complications, you know. Well, normally you would just go this way to get to your objective but the you know the river's flooded it's you know why it's become like this raging river that's really difficult to cross it's an it's an obstacle that's really nice and easy to you know put in the path so you can kind of be like well i'll put this here and it's a cool way to kind of force the party to either think of a way to get around that or will they just kind of wait for that to abed and go off and do other things so it's an interesting thing you can throw at them that's rain you know is pretty obvious it's also a cool threat because you can you know you have like a raging torrent of water rushing towards a village and the party is gonna run in and try to save as many people as they can you know helping people get on roofs and saving livestock that sort of thing and it's kind of like i always like the idea of um you know if, if you're in a high level game i think that one of the things you want to do is move away from threats to the party and more threats to the world and the NPCs and that's one of the challenges I think is making people care about you know the non-player characters and the general people they're not just there as you know they can they can just be there to kind of serve as a backdrop but I think if you're doing a, a good job as a GM you can make people care about those characters and that's kind of an I go to rain because you know I live in Pittsburgh it rains a lot here but, you know, you can do that with almost any kind of weather, obviously. And I'm, I'm not trying to bore you guys by talking about the weather, so please bear with me. Snow is another great one because I, I've been up to Alaska a bunch of times. And sometimes I went in the winter and just, it's insane how much it snows up there. Like, when you get up there and you just see, like, this entire frozen wasteland kind of thing. And I wasn't even as far north as you could go, but it's really, it's kind of alien. It's It's a little bit scary. It's kind of like... You know, it gives you that feeling if there was a big enough mountain anywhere around me, I'd feel like I was in like Icewind Dale or something. Um, it's it's really a great 
backdrop for a campaign. Uh, there's so many great threats that come with the snow, you know, the avalanches, blizzards, that sort of thing. I just love the idea of, like, armies getting waylaid in blizzards. I don't know if that's because I saw Mulan and, like, they used snow and, like, avalanches so effectively in that. Uh, if you've never seen Mulan and you don't know what I'm talking about, it's a Disney movie. It's loosely based on actual events. Go watch it. Uh, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but, yeah, they employ snow. And that's, you know, that's just snow, so... Uh, I also think that, you know, just, like, extreme heat, sunlight, just, like, a nice day can be a, uh, you know, in, depending on where they are, it's like, oh, there's, you know, there's a drought, it's really hot, you know, you have, like, wildfires, forest fires that come through, and again, it's the exact, you know, it's very similar to the rain and the blizzards and everything, because you have that threat that it's not just something you can hit with a sword or you know, shoot with an arrow. You could probably, you know, if you're a wizard, maybe cast some kind of a spell in order to help. And I think that's one of those situations where a wizard or a sorcerer or a druid can really shine. And I think that that's one of the cool things about magic in most games is it's meant to solve big problems. And sometimes you, you don't get that feeling so much when you're a wizard in a game. You kind of just, you're the guy who could hit, throw fireballs and eradicate a group of guys. But that's kind of, an interesting solution because it gives you a chance to use powers you may not routinely use. Another cool thing with that is, you know, a lot of times you're going to ignore sometimes some play, some GMs use resource management, some don't. Um, if I'm in a, like a one shot game, I don't want to worry about resource management because I think it it's just counter to the fun of the game. If it's a an ongoing thing, then you know, oh, it's a drought. You're going through more water or you're going through more food because it's hotter. Your body's working harder to continue, you know, producing. Uh, producing energy, keeping you moving as you're fighting and stuff. Plus, there's just... Uh, the One of the first games I ever played in, uh, we, we ended up in a town, my character and, the, and another character, and there was this weird drought. And it was this great... You, there, all the water there was salt water. So we ended up going uh, to a water elemental temple and fighting some halflings. It was pretty cool. I've talked about that campaign in other games. It was the first D&D game I ever played in, so I, I kind of go to that as an example. It was a really good game. But people need water, you know, even, unless you're like a warforged or something. But generally, people need to drink. So if there's droughts and stuff, you can kind of force that issue and make a campaign hook out of it. And it's really a very organic way to do it because... Everyone's been thirsty. Everyone's been, you know, you walk outside, you're mowing the lawn, it's really, really hot, and you just, like, magnify that by 100, and you're like, oh, wow, that's... I, I understand that. I, I feel like my character right now. It's a great way to set up a story, you know? Storms and blizzards and all that stuff, they're very cinematic, almost, you know? You can set things up really easily. And the best thing is, like, if you're actually planning to do a, a campaign set in a storm and it actually starts raining, that's just like serendipity, amazing, fantastic. I just read today actually on Wizards that then there's going to be a, I think there's going to be like a new Forgotten Realms book that Ed Greenwood's writing, and it's supposed to be about a bunch of the archmages from the Forgotten Realms. They all end up in this creepy old house, and they're trying to get some really powerful spell. It's like a murder mystery. I think that sounds amazing. I hope that, you know, it's as good as I think it's going to be. I'm going to read that, but that's side the point sorry so we talked about rain a little bit we talked about like you know it's hot we talked about blizzards um and storms uh as far as like other weather like i think you know there's there's the there's a place for like mundane weather and stuff it's also like it's magic you know you if you're doing a magic campaign throw something weird in it's raining frogs or fire or uh you know 
what else could it be? You know, like there's a there's a there's a scent that you know you have storm giants who are using their magic to make more storms because they want to just you know wipe out all the humans and then they have domain over everything in that area. So you can turn that you know it's like well there's just like storms rolling through this area for weeks and weeks and weeks. Turn it into a plot hook, or you can just use it as a cool set drop. Um, the, the most the most obvious example I can think of as far as that goes is a group of adventurers is trying to track someone down. Some you know they have a fight. One of the guys gets away. He's someone they want to pursue and question, you know, and see if he knows anything about their 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 goal. If it's been raining, then you know he's going to leave muddy tracks in the mud, or you know. Oh, he, you know, all the the grass is wet and he's, you know, going to be easier to follow. At the same time, that's going to wash away his tracks a lot quicker. So it kind of depends on the scenario there. You can make it harder. You can make it easier. So if you want to, you know, give them that extra oomph to, like, have that go that way so where where it's a little easier for them to catch it and the guy's rules aren't very good, you can always lower the difficulty of doing that. Or you can make it harder. Maybe you want to make them really work to catch that guy. Maybe he's, you know, lived in that area and he's taking advantage of the weather. Snow's very similar. Again, you know, if it's snowing and that he just came through an area, he's going to leave footprints in the snow. If he's been away for a long time, then he's got, like, you know, it's going to bury his footprints. I like the idea of, like, doing something weird with footprints in the snow, too. That just seems cool to me, like you have like like almost like really deep snow like you know north of the wall in game of thrones snow and it's clear like you have all these houses there's just footprints going to and from and then there'll be like one there'll be like a murder in one of the houses or something and for some reason you're asked to investigate the murder and it ends up being like there's no footprints in front of that house and you're trying to figure out like how did this person get here and you know you could go with the obvious thing of like he used magic he teleported in or it was a flying creature, or, you know, something like that. I just like the idea of them doing something a little smarter and clever, like, you know, uh, magic, enchanted snowshoes, or something like that. I don't know, that's not very clever, but, you know, you're more, you guys are pretty creative in general, so uh, do something fun with that, and see what you can come up with. Uh, The murder at, you know, Icewind Day, at at Ten Towns, but in general, I, I think that the weather is something that you... It's a tool. It's its a good one to have, and you can do a lot of good things with it. It also kind of helps bring things together. This is not a way to start a campaign, but if you want to have... If you find that your adventurers, your party, they aren't really role-playing, and they're all like, we really need like a role-play focus session. All we ever seem to really get around to doing is just fighting, fighting, fighting. Having weather kind of force them indoors for a bit may give them a time to sit and talk to one another. It can kind of also force them to face the fact that, you know, yes, dragons and liches and all that stuff's powerful, but the world itself is powerful. And it's, you know, easy to forget that when you're this huge dude who can, you know, just lift this ogre over your head and throw him into a, a cavernous hole. But at the same time, it's like, you know, being able to say... Well, a river can drown you just as well as, you know, a dragon can breathe fire on you and kill you. And I think that that's one of the things that is occasionally good to remind players of. It's also interesting just to, I think it's just interesting to to play with it and see what you can do with it. I also, but the biggest risk with it is I think if you overuse it, 
it becomes terrible really, really quickly. Like, doing it once or twice every so often is a good thing, I think. I think it can be interesting. I think it can add a little flavor and be like, oh, that was interesting. We don't usually do that kind of thing. If you did it every session, then I think it would drive me crazy. We had a, uh, I ran a Star Wars saga game one time, and they ended up on this planet where, and it was, you know, a jungle world. They had captured a Sith Inquisitor, and he managed to escape, and he ran off into the jungle. And uh, the Jedi who was playing in the game, you know, had to climb down this really slick column and track him through the jungle. And it was a really cool cinematic moment because they had a big lightsaber duel. And I love the lightsaber duels in the rain. I don't know why. I know it's stupid, but I just love, like, when you have the effect of, like, the lightsabers come out and the water hits it and you just have that hiss because the water just, like, immediately boils away to nothing. I think it's interesting. I think it's a, a cool way to do it. Um, aside from that, if you're trying to think of ways to employ weather in your campaign, I would say look at look at the area around you. You know, look at your environment. If you oh like why didn't I think of this till now? Like whirlwinds and hurricanes and tornadoes are just this amazing environmental you know weather effect that's just devastating i mean you you look at like these pictures where like you know a tornado's come through some city and just ripped everything down and it's just like you you kind of can't believe that at the same time it's like you you kind of forget unless you live in that that's something that powerful can come through um i live in pittsburgh luckily we don't really get anything too extreme here usually we get some big storms uh you know like rain and snow occasionally but it's kind of, the weather's weird here because Pittsburgh just can't make up its mind. One day it'll be 83 and hot, and then the next day it'll be like 42 degrees and you see like snow. It's really strange. I think there might be a weather wizard living here. I'm not 100% sure on that. But yeah, tornadoes and, you know, all that can be awesome. Not awesome, that's, you know, not true. They're, they're terrible and devastating, but it's an interesting effect to employ. Again, I wouldn't want to fight tornado unless that's some kind of thing that you want to employ in your game as an ongoing threat. Like, you know, there's an, a temple of air elementals. I love the thing they did with um, the new D&D module. Uh, I can't remember what it's called now. It's the elemental... It's the ev- It's the princes of the elements. Princes of elemental evil. Whatever it is. I'll look it up and, po- and remember it in a minute. But um, they, you have that, and I, I love the art where... You have this this woman on the cover, and she's got wings, and that's cool. Didn't really care about that that much. The thing that I did like was the dudes in the... They have, like, glider suits, but they're all made out of period-esque material. They don't look high-tech or anything. They don't look modern. But uh, I always liked that. I just thought that was a cool idea of, like, these guys who can fly, because flying is... People take character traits and things so that they can fly. They take spells specifically so that they can fly. Uh, If you throw out any kind of magical object that can make them fly, that's really cool. Um, People tend to like that. I don't know. I think everyone who isn't terrified of heights probably wants to be able to fly. I just thought that was was a cool idea. Uh, I mean, if you're going to employ a tornado, that's a, you know, that's kind of the, probably the biggest weather effect I can think of, short of like, you know, Armageddon-esque storms and meteor showers, which aren't really... I mean, I guess you could make the argument that they're weather. I think those are more natural disaster. But that's another thing, you know, like high winds and stuff like that can, you know, you can employ that. Especially if you're doing like a sea campaign where 
the weather is you're more exposed so the weather is going to affect the party and potentially the ship even more you know you have a storm that forces you to make a choice like well we can either try to sail through the storm or we stay here and try to you know ride it out or we make for an island or something well we don't know what these islands are so which island you know there's a bunch of there's like a chain of little islands over here and you could end up like in some kind of odyssey-esque thing where you know they're forced to like go from all these little islands and face various perils and threats which could be fun if you're looking for a way to start a campaign the odyssey is a, if you're if you're new to dungeons and dragons and you're looking for like inspiration to do a campaign um there's a lot of great inspiration in fiction and stuff and if you have never heard of the odyssey it's the story of this guy named odysseus he went off and he fought in the trojan wars and he slighted the god poseidon because he didn't make an offering to him before the, and that poseidon just was not pleased with that so he basically spent years and years, spent many, many years keeping Odysseus away from his home and his wife where he was going to go go back and be king again and be happy. And his ship just got ping-ponged around. So every time they were almost home, he would just get like blown off course. And they'd fight witches and giants and cyclopses and gods and kind of face all these trials. And it was it was an interesting, it's a really interesting story. It's definitely worth taking a look at. It's a great inspiration for a campaign if you're looking for something that, you know, you, you've never run a game or you've never run Dungeons & Dragons and you want something to kind of inspire you. Check that out. It's definitely worth taking a look at. But yeah, so like, you know, and oh, so back to what I was saying. So, you know, you, you could go with the, they're, they're forced to, they make inland and, you know, they or, or they just weather it out. And you could say the ship's damaged and it can't move very quickly. And then something happens that they have, you know, something else happens. Um, they go through the storm and their ship sinks or there it's sinking and the party has to work to save it. Or, you know, if your party's wrapping up and you're like, Hey, this is a good place to stop. The, the storm rolls in. We're going to buckle down, you know, batten down the hatches, anchor down and just try to ride it out. Next time they find, you know, the mast is broken. It's just bad all around. I, I, I think that the, the really important thing with using the weather is as powerful as it is, you want to make it feel like the party is struggling to, to is working to affect it, just like everything else. You don't want to completely remove the party from the equation and make it feel like their choices don't matter. You know, it's like okay, well, there's a flood coming. What you know, it's coming towards this village. You can't save everyone. You can't save every structure here. You know, even if uh, if it's a low level party, there there's no way you guys can save everyone. There's not enough time. Do you? run in do you do you save you know the important people like the nobles do you save no one do you you know try to get everyone out and have this big like helms deep-esque evacuation of you know people you're trying to get everyone out simultaneously um i love the idea of just a big wave of water crashing down and there's people with these you know these adventurers these you know these true heroes trying to save them and just throwing out some crazy plans. There's so many things you can do with it. It's it's a really interesting way to, to do something different. And it's not something I see done a lot. I mean, we've all seen campaigns where you fight goblins and dragons and orcs and all that stuff. And that's fine. There's a place for that. But I also think that we tend to ignore the, the, the obvious, you know, the more mundane threats that people deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. Because you just don't think of that. You don't think of the weather except for extremes and maybe we'll see more of that with the elemental book and everything people might get more inspired to do that i know the elementals are just kind of an obvious go-to thing for the weather because they 
in some cases they they are the weather but that's you know that's what i'm hoping for I'm trying to think if there's any other like big weather things lightning and stuff of course is, is fun but lightning to me is like the least interesting thing like a lightning hail <laughs> but again it's some, something like hail and lightning and stuff that's just so destructive and it's it, it doesn't really do anything except your know, lightning hits at you could use okay here's an idea so uh, a bolt of lightning comes down in the middle of a big storm and and kills an important character to the campaign or you know it, that that could be a big thing that the party has deal with. but i don't really like that very much because it kind of it does exactly what you don't want to do which is rob the party of the chance to really impact that decision or do anything about it i think if you're going to do that it's more of a plot hook or a way to set off an adventure rather than something that there's something there's something you could do with that i i I, I would have to think about it a bit more. Hail's not very interesting. I don't. I don't think I. You know, you could do it like an, an ice storm, I guess. But again, that's just going to kind of drive people indoors. It's not terribly interesting. It's a little destructive. Hail can you know mess up your windshield and break windows and stuff, but and your roof. But it's it's not the most interesting one. I would I would probably I would I would go for like rain, drought, snow is cool, and the you know like tornadoes and hurricanes and that kind of thing. I just think those are more interesting. That, that's my personal opinion. If you're in an area and you have an interesting kind of weather that you think is great for a campaign, use it. It's, if it's something I don't know about, there's a lot I don't know about, you know, please let me know. So that's going to be our first installment for the, the Dungeon Master tip, and hopefully people like them. Uh, again, if, you, you know, if they're popular, we'll keep doing them. I, I can sit down and record these. It's not that way if people can't join me, we can still get a podcast up. If they're not popular, I'll do something else. I can always do more reviews or something like that. Uh, just some other notes. We are going to be doing a uh, an, an ongoing podcast coming up soon. We're going to be doing Horde of the Dragon Queen. So that's going to be an ongoing thing. That is going to start later in June. So keep your eyes peeled for that. So I'm going to be the last week in June. Um, we're going to have like artwork and stuff for that coming out on the blog, uh, which is on out of it's truly out of character at wordpress.com. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I, we've been getting a lot of listens on the podcast lately, so that's good. We took a big break in part because um, Jade had to attend college again to work on her second master's degree. So while that was going on, I couldn't really record and edit. I was helping her a lot, and I'm working full time, and it just it wasn't conducive to that kind of an environment. To, and I didn't want to be like I'll do a podcast like once a month. It just didn't make sense to do it that way. But uh, we are getting back to doing it seriously now. Uh, you know, we've got the new artwork, which we're really happy with. And um, we're getting some new equipment. So, you know, keep your eyes peeled. We are going to be doing this again regularly, and it's going to stick around. I, I like doing it, and I want to see it, you know, continue. Um, please, if you like this, there is a an email account set up for the Out of Character blog and for the podcast. The address is not right right now. I'm, I'm actually working on getting it fixed. But it's it's truly out of character. If you need, it's truly out of character at gmail.com. Um, if you check our website on the blog at truly out of character on WordPress, there is a link that you can follow if you want to email us. And if you if you know if you want to email and say, oh, I loved your weather thing, or I hated it, or you didn't talk about this, that, or the other thing, then you know. Anything you want to send in is helpful. All feedback is good. 
I think so that that's going to be it for today guys I appreciate everyone listening and keep watching and listening and hopefully we'll have something new for you next week thank you very much and have a good day bye